Rumoured, there will be a graphic sex scene between Macaulay Culkin and Kathy Bates. Right. Well, that's a mental image that's going to be kind of hard to get rid of, really. In your own time. Mm. Oh, are we going? Yeah. Ah, oh, brilliant. Oh, well, hi. Hello. Welcome to the Horror Tap. As you can see, we're still nailing these intros. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what we've got music for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's for. Okay. Yeah. Just thought it sounded cool. Anyway, so this episode... No, I'm not a Jews, that's us. This episode... <laughs> this is more of a just kind of chill, mm. laid back. There's yeah. no notes. There are some notes. Just stuff you jot down. We're just going to go through some news stories... Relating to uh, horror films and some other bits, just some recent news to uh, keep you entertained. Probably going to be a bit shorter episode. Went on last time a bit. Well, I mean, if you're going to give me Sam Raimi to talk about, it's going to go on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That was a long episode. And to be honest with you, we haven't fucking prepared a <laughs> another one. So that's why we're, we're just, you know, we're just giving you something. Giving mm. you something for nothing. So, yeah few news stories we want to go through. Uh, the first one actually isn't related to horror films at all, but I thought it was quite cool. It's uh, free to rent on Amazon Prime. Mm. Warner Brothers just made Just Mercy free to rent on Amazon Prime as part of a systematic racism education. Okay. So Just Mercy, if you don't know, is about a civil rights defense attorney uh, defending a wrongfully convicted guy in the US. Yeah, okay. And so Warner Brothers decided that people need to see this right now. Because some people... Need a fucking slap. Need a fucking slap. <laughs> As a friend of mine once said, you can't be stupid... Well, you can't be racist without being stupid. Mm. So, good von Warner Brothers. Bit of education in there. Yes. So, yeah. That's, uh, I haven't seen it. Mm. But that's just got, got, got a good rating. Mm. It's um, Jamie Foxx. Okay. And the guy that played Creed. Oh, um... Yep. Yeah, him. I know the guy because yep. he's in that crappy Fantastic Four movie and then he was in some really good stuff. It's all Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. That's of the course, one. Uh, Black Panther. Yes. Which he was actually really, really good. Mm. Uh, yesterday was Keith David's birthday. Mm. Yes. Yeah, we Keith? like Keith David. We do. He comes up a lot. He does. He's in that um, series I've just started watching on Amazon at the moment, that Future Man. Okay. Um, he just plays this really silly, ridiculous character in that, and I didn't realise he's in one of the latest seasons of uh, Community as well. He takes over from Chevy Chase. Ah, uh, that's himself. probably a good thing. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's a bit more funnier, and um, obviously it's Keith David. So he's that is Keith David. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, I'm kind of. I don't know how I feel about Chevy Chase. I think we talked about this, didn't we, in that film? Like, we didn't grow yeah. up with him. No, I mean, I saw a few of his films growing up. I saw a couple of the National Lampoons movies. Yeah, but, but we like, didn't get, like, Saturday Night Live in this no, country. Any so. of that. Like, yeah. Fletch was a bit of a non event over here. I think it was really big in the States, but, mm. like. Mm. At one point, they were going to remake Fletch with Jason Lee. Yeah, I could have seen that, I suppose. He looks a little bit like Chevy Chase and has a nice monosyllabic drawl to it. Yeah. Does uh, he? Trying to think what Jason Lee looked. Maybe young Chevy Chase. Maybe a little bit. Uh, I don't know, he could do the same. So he's, got, he's got an equally large forehead, I think, is what basically took it from Receding me. hairline, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, Keith David put out a video on Twitter yesterday 
uh, on his birthday, basically just saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, stay safe, stay alive, so that you can go vote on in November. Power to you, power to you. He started saying, I'm mad as hell. I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> it's not, like, he's one of, one of those voices, like, when he's nice and happy, like, it's a really nice, soft, gentle voice to listen yeah. to. But when he's angry, like... I think one of the first things I ever actually saw Keith David in was Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's angry in that. Mm. Uh, for me, it was uh, Spawn the Animated Series. I just heard his voice. I didn't really know who he was. Mm. Um, he's actually gone back to re-voice Spawn in uh, Mortal Kombat 11. They've done him as one of the additional characters that they keep throwing in. And they actually got Keith <clears throat> David back. You mentioned this last episode. Of Mortal... Are there any like actual original characters of Mortal Kombat 11 anymore? It's just... I mean... <laughs> They've got like their general roster and a few new ones, but no, they seem to be just piling in on the movie ones. Because yeah, I said last time was it like Ash? From the yeah, we potentially we were getting Ash. Dead. They've already got Robocop, Terminator, Alien, Predator. Mm. Um, I can't remember if Freddy Krueger ended up as it, and Jason Voorhees <laughs> as well. They might have just been in something else, but I don't know. They, they, those guys just keep showing up and refuse to die. But it's like they want to get all the big movie crossover fights on the screen for you, so you can yeah, finally win all those playground arguments. Yeah, and it's cheaper than making a film, which. Would probably turn out to be rubbish. Yeah. Freddy versus Jason looking at you. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, let's have a look now. Look at all these stories I've got. Oh, I've got a few. I've got a few. Many. Um, let's go with The Grudge. Hmm. Is this the TV series you mentioned? Netflix have produced and making The Grudge the series, which is coming to Netflix on July 3rd. Oh, it's that soon? Yes, this will be a prequel. Okay. And it's a prequel of the original Japanese franchise. Right. It is Jap- it's in Japanese, it is Japanese. That's slightly more reassuring. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the remakes. Sorry, Sam Raimi. Mm. It's a, a Japanese OG. Ju-on, Ju-on. Mm. I'm probably saying it wrong, I'm sorry. Origins. Right. I have not seen... A single one of the Grudge films. Have you not? <laughs> Include, including the remakes. So I've watched the original and I've watched the first remake with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. Well, I had Sarah Michelle Gellar in it and she wasn't Buffy, so... Yeah. It, she was just playing your typical weird running around gawky girl in that one. And it was, I don't know, the, the American one was alright. Mm. It wasn't as good as the, the American Ring remake, which I actually thought wasn't too bad. I, I think I saw, saw that at the cinema. That was actually quite good. Yeah, that was sort of a combination of Ring 1 and 2 from the Japanese. It had a bit of a few elements from both. Yeah. Um, and I like Naomi Watts. So she was pretty good in it. Cool. Are you going to watch it? What, the series? Yeah. Um, to be honest, now you've said it's Japanese, I might. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like J-horror. I really like it. So. I haven't made that much into it. Um, I think I was just part of the generation like when The Ring first got big over here I was in a spate of like I was still watching like just a lot of movies anyway I think again I was either still working at Blockbusters or I just finished working at Blockbusters Wait, which one is The Ring? The Ring is The, the Girl of the Well yeah and the TV and the crawling and the Ethan Hawke's face if you're watching the American one yes mm-hmm. what's The yeah. Grudge? The Grudge is the little boy that does the same thing crawls across the ceiling spits hair out of his mouth okay um, I don't remember The Grudge as well, because I remember watching it and thinking it was just a bit too similar to The Ring, and I think I preferred The Ring overall. Wait, was Ethan Hawke in The Ring? He's in um, the American one, yeah. Are you sure? I'll check now. If not, it's someone who looks a lot like Would him. you like to bet a can of Coca-Cola? Um, absolutely not, because I have no Coca-Cola, but I can tell you that Stan Winston definitely didn't do the special effects. I'll be so funny if it turned out he did. <laughs> I've just screwed myself, haven't I? Um, no, I'm completely wrong. It's a guy called Martin Henderson. All right, there we go. You owe me a can of coke. I owe fuck all. I didn't agree to that. 
Uh, I'll find you a can of Coke. Zero. Coke Zero? Yeah, I don't drink Coke Coke. Ooh. No, it's too sugar. I don't like Why did stuff. I think that was Ethan Hawke? I don't know. I don't know. I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. It's half the humour. Actually, I'll just have a can of beer. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like full fat Coke or full fat anything. Okay. It's disgusting. I actually tried Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah, you were Yeah, here. yeah, I ended up finishing it for you. Yeah, but then, it's... to be fair, I had to chew that. That was 95% sugar. It's just like, oh, my I, I God. like sugary drinks. And yeah, yeah that, that, was, was, that was a lot. That was something else. Wow. Mm. <laughs> so, The Grudge, the series, Netflix, July 3rd. It's in Japanese. I know that puts a lot of people off. Like, oh, I've got to read. Uh. Hmm. To be fair, a lot of time I watch subtitles. I even watch like English stuff that's on Netflix with subtitles. Mm. Just because... My concentration is really bad. <laughs> keeps you looking, no? Yeah. And to be fair, most people sat down watching films these days. You're going to be reading stuff on your phone. You just this time just read stuff on the TV instead. That's it. Like, get it's over so it. bad. Yeah. My, my attention span. You just start watching, so I was like, oh, what? You, you just. Mm, it's like last night we were watching a movie. I had to actively turn my phone over and put it down. I was trying to do that mm. all day. Nobody messaged me. No fucking messages all mm. fucking day. We sat down, put on a film. It doesn't stop. Yeah, your phone was like just doing the Macarena yeah. next to you for about an hour. Hey, what are you doing watching a film? Mm. What film? Oh, fuck. 922. <laughs> What's it about? I'll know if you shut up. <laughs> yeah. It's like an hour later. How's the film? I don't know. Because I've just been messaging you. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we watched 1922. Yeah. Uh, very average. So the next kind of proper episode we're going to do is going to be about uh, horror films on Netflix and like the best. We're going to make mm. a little playlist for you. Um, <clears throat> this will be the UK Netflix, though, I should point that out. Mm. But also, I'm pretty sure everything on UK Netflix you can get on US Netflix. I think so. They've got a much bigger selection. Yeah, I, and I guess there's a different one from Canada. I'm not sure. I know in Australia it's like... To- Australia's actually not had Netflix... Anywhere near as long as the UK and mm. America. Um, but yeah, so anyways, we were going through some horrors and we watched 1922, mm. which will probably not be on the list. No, unfortunately. <laughs> it's good to see Tom Jane acting again. but Yeah, here's the thing. I, I thought Tom Jane was really good in it, mm. except for I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying. Very much got that close mouth. You kind of like, you don't want to talk. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I said he reminded me a bit of um, Jeff Bridges in um, the remake of True Grit, and that you've re- you got to listen if you want to hear it. Yeah, or like um, Heath Ledger in Brokeback Mountain. I don't know. Which end was he talking out of? <laughs> I never saw it, actually. I need to watch it's that. It's a really good film. I've heard it's brilliant. I yeah. just, it's not a case of not wanting to watch it. It's Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, for God's sake. Yeah, like, ah, really, really good film. Man, I'm going to watch that and wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he just, you know, you speak. You don't have to... Enunciate. Enunciate. Mm. Mr. Jane, enunciate. Mm. I get that you are a gritty character, but it doesn't mean you literally have to grit your teeth the entire time mm. you're speaking. I understand. It looks like he's trying to hold in an ear of corn in his teeth that just isn't actually there for the movie. Though. Yeah. I, yeah. Overall, bleh. I think it would have been better as like an episode or something rather than a full-length movie. You mean like a... Just like a, a one-off. Yeah, just like a one-off hour-long, not even an hour-long, maybe. Like just like a standalone episode of The Outer Limits. Has it like that. got towards the end? I started getting like, actually, yeah, I'm kind of into this now. Maybe it's just once my phone stopped fucking. <laughs> going a half on. hour from the end, I guess the ending. 
Yeah, yeah. I, no, I didn't even try to. I thought it was so obvious in that one, though. We're, we're, we're not going to... You're uh, not one of these Lee Simmons. Oh, so I come a mile off. No, no. <laughs> it's just because I never guess anything. <laughs> it was just, for me, it was like, because it starts off with him, obviously, in one spot, and him then immediately in another spot saying, I don't want to leave this spot. So it was like, well, I can kind of figure out where this is going. And uh, that was it. And then a couple of spooky bits in it I was like well I guess it's going to end on a spooky bit and then I guessed it was going to be there so. uh, hmm. yeah, yeah maybe I shouldn't have put my phone down <laughs> it's just kind of I can see it working better as a novel as well rather than like oh, it was a, a, a novel a, a or a novella story. wasn't it um, also yeah because this is written by Stephen King mm. um, can you imagine being married to Stephen King it's like, hey, honey, what are you working on? Oh, I've just finished this story. What's it about? It's about a guy who kills his wife because mm. she's a bitch. Oh, yeah. okay. Anyway, dinner's at three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I said as well, it had a couple of elements of the Telltale Heart to it. It reminded me a little bit of the Telltale Heart in places. Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, once you said that afterwards, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. Anyway, yeah, we watched that. It was average. Average at best. Yeah. We had to kill an hour and a half, but there's, there's better stuff on Netflix, which we'll tell you about next time. Yes, yes. Mm. Okay, on for the next bit of news. The Crow. This isn't really like breaking news, there's not actually really any details, but... I'm sorry, this film's been on and off more than Madonna's knickers, mate. Like... <laughs> I mean, everyone takes their underwear off once a day, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Assuming I'm wearing any. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so The Crow remake. Mm. Uh, this has been on the cards. They've been trying to remake this since 2009. Mm. That's over a decade. Yeah. They came pretty close uh, like last year or the year before. Of Jason Momoa, mm. was going to be playing uh, the Crow, and directed by Corin Hardy, who made The Nun, which was pretty pants. I've heard that was not one of the good ones. No, it's not. It looks good, mm, but, but that's about it. It looks good, and it made money. So they're mm. like, "Hey, that, that's an, that's enough." Gotcha. You want to have the Crow? It's yours. So that that was like a week away from shooting, mm. and Momoa pulled out, and it fell apart. He's one of the main things. Like, I, I like Jason Momoa as an actor. Like, even in stuff like Aquaman, which is just a ridiculous film, he's having so much fun that he carries it, and he's got the personality for it. Mm. Crow ain't that character. No, and Jason Momoa, sorry, ain't that good of an actor. No, like he's good. He's fine. He's fine. He's yeah. fine but he ain't that good. Mm. Um, yeah, and be a bit. I think oof, unbelievable. But I wouldn't believe that was Eric Draven. No, I don't think I would. He's, too, he's too beefy. beefy. Yeah. yeah, he's too beefy. You need a skinny, scrawny goth dude if they're actually still going for that vibe. Because I remember there was a rumour at one point that they were actually going to remove all of the goth and rock elements from it. Mm. And it was still going to be set at night, but it was going to be set in like the trance dance electro scene. Ew. I heard that. Were they bringing Joel Schumacher to direct it? Oh, crow nipples. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, why not? Lots of neon. Let's get that in there. But yes, I, I, I hope they stick with the vibe of the comic book, or like if they are going to redo it, get closer to the comic. Well, at the moment, they have turned around to you and said, 
We're going to do it. We're going to have another go at doing it. Mm. New writer, new director, new everything. They're just starting again. They're starting over again. Right. Yeah, Preuss, Alex Preuss, director of the original, has just said, leave it alone. Right. But he would say that because he could make that film again. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen Gods of Egypt. (laughs) I've not. I don't want to. Apparently it's fucking bad like, it, like it, really bad it's the movie equivalent of a playstation one demo disc that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and my friend watched it and like we did the whole it's so crap it's good and it oh. is that kind of ridiculous like gerald it, butler is just chewing up the scenery in it is it the guy from game of thrones yeah uh, the chap who plays uh, jamie lannister right um he's terrible in it um, and then the main kitty in it is the guy who plays uh, Brendan Thwaites, I think his name is. He's in the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which is obviously a claim to fame. He's in Titans, but he's done like a couple of actually quite... He's in like some quite well-known little horror film as well, which I'd have to look up, but which I will do now. I have not heard of him. Uh, is it Brendan or Brenton? Brenton, hello, my name is Brenton. Brenton, what's his name? Uh, Thwaites, I think. Brenton Thwaites. Uh, yeah, he is. It's Brenton Thwaites. Uh, he is in the slowest internet connection in the world. Uh, you know, a movie called The Giver. That can't be good. Um, <coughs> Parts of the sequel, Caribbean, Salazar's Revenge, The Giver, Gods of Egypt, Maleficent, uh, Titans, A Violent Separation, and I cannot find the horror movie that I was looking for him in. I've literally seen none of them. Um, he's actually an alright actor oh The Signal that's what it was called no I haven't seen it either um, but no apparently he's, he's actually quite a good actor oh he's in Oculus as well I have seen that mm. yeah he's like the young pretty boy in that alright well Brenton Thwaite he should be good because he was clearly privately educated with a name like that weirdly he'd probably make an alright Eric Draven in a few years oh well but, if they want to hold out for a... I mean they might as well let's <laughs> reboot this reboot with a reboot yeah no, I don't know I do we know why it has taken them so long to <clears throat> fire it up? <laughs> but, um, no. Good. I mean, there's also yes. You don't. You can't just say, "Hey, Momoa, what are you doing?" And Colin Hardy. You know, it takes time to uh, you know, pre-production mm. takes time, artwork and all this stuff yeah, and yeah. budgetary disputes mm. and sets and all that. So every time that takes like say a year. Mm. and then it falls apart, they have to start again. Yeah. And then it will fall apart, and then they're like, oh, forget it. And then a couple of years later, somebody else will be like, oh, no, come on, let's let's go. Come on, let's do it. And then, again, it falls apart, and it just goes on and on. And, you know, as quite famously, the original film had a bit of a troubled production. Put that lightly. Put that lightly. So, yeah, maybe just leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see it done well hmm. but that's probably not going to happen yeah. so don't there you go yeah cool good talk sorted sorted <clears throat> we've, we've sussed that one it's all good Hollywood <laughs> okay the next story or have you got a story to throw in um, I've got a couple of movies that were supposed to make it to the cinema this year that are now definitely not going to make it um, mm-hmm. um, it's up in the air as to whether or not they're going to go to straight to streaming but with these ones it looks like they're not they actually want to wait and try and go to the cinema uh, the okay f- the first one is antebellum have you heard of this i've heard of this what is this i'm right so 
if I give you the quick blurb on it, it says um, it was supposed to be releasing on August the 19th, so there's a chance it might still do later on and get pushed back, depending on obviously what happens. Mm -hmm. But it says, uh, successful author Veronica Henley finds herself trapped in a horrifying reality and must uncover the mind-bending mystery before it's too late. So she is an African-American lady who gets sucked into some weird alternate dimension thing, and she ends up on essentially a slave plantation. Oh, I think I've... I haven't watched it, but I've seen some people posting about. Is there a trailer out for this? There really? is, yeah. I yeah. sat and watched the trailer for all of these. Okay. They're all the ones that they had the trailers for. Mm. Um, the other one was one I was really looking forward to. It's based on a short story called The Quiet Boy, but the movie's being called Antlers. Yeah, I isn't this something to do with Del Toro? Yeah, I, can't, I think he's either directing or producing. Probably and it's. Sort of like an a little awkward little boy <clears throat> sort of thing goes off, wanders on his own and finds something that he's feeding in the woods that, that basically they tell you in the blurb, so it's not a spoiler. Obviously, it's not been released yet, so I haven't seen it, but mm -hmm. it's not a spoiler to say. It's essentially, it's another Wendigo story, which obviously we looked at when we watched Ravenous. Yeah. Um, but this is a monster Wendigo. It is a, it's full-on Guillermo creature effects. I thought you were going to tell me it's a boy with antlers. Like, isn't that the Fallout Boy video? Um, there's that, and then you've got the movie Horns with... Um, Danny Radcliffe. Yeah, which, I, which is actually apparently quite good as well. I never got around to watching that. No, nah, I wasn't really in the mood to watch anything with Daniel Radcliffe mm. for a number of years. I'm looking forward to Guns Akimbo, to be honest. That looks hilarious. Is there a trailer for that? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check that out later. And wakes up in his dressing gown and super fluffy slippers, and he's got guns literally nailed to his hands. Awesome. It looks fucking great. <clears throat> uh, the other one was uh, one I was I didn't actually know anything about until it randomly popped up on this list. Uh, it's going to be a James Wan-directed movie based on a comic book that he created. Aquaman? Um, no. <laughs> the comic book is called Malignant Man, and the movie is just going to be called Malignant. And it's a guy who finds out he's dying of cancer. And he has yeah. this, like, obviously big cancerous growth. Only when it gets to the point where he's supposed to die, he doesn't. And it turns out the cancer is actually some weird otherworldly parasite, not a cancer, and it gives him superpowers. Oh. And it sounds really interesting. Sounds like Constantine. Um, yeah, a little bit, but without the, whoa. Whoa. And with more of the, want to play a game. Mm. Um, so Good. that, I'm actually... Quite interested in. I love me a bit of James Wan, and that brings me straight on to the one I'm obviously gutted isn't going to be released, and that's Spiral. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. Push, they're pushing that back, but that's going to be that's actually going back to next year. That one. Oh really? Because sure. wasn't it? I remember thinking, oh, that will come out at Halloween, mm. but it was actually scheduled to come out around like now. Yeah, it was meant to be out very soon. And so they pushed it back to Halloween. I was like, well, that makes sense. Mm. Um, if it's next year, okay, cool. I guess. If they're pushing all this stuff back, they've just got... They have, like, a build-up, aren't they? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's going to be that thing of, like, when they um, save all the good video games for Christmas and you just have to spend all year saving for them. Yeah. It's going to be like, I need to go. It's going to be, like, double days. But on the, the flip cinema, side, like. you know, the, the pipeline is kind of running out right now as in, like, nothing's being made. Mm. So, by holding stuff back, if nothing's being produced, they yeah, won't I mean, have they anything set to release. up for a better release weekend, really, don't yeah, they? Yeah, and they can stagger them out to make up for the lack of films that are being made right now. Mm. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Cool. Mm. Uh, I've got some films that are still coming out, but I'll go on to those later. Cool. <clears throat> uh, another one. American Horror Story. <laughs> New series of it? Uh, yeah, but everyone... I think that news has been out for a while now. Oh, this is the one that's got Macaulay Culkin in it. So season 10 
will have Macaulay Culkin in it. Yes. Um, Rumoured there will be a graphic sex scene between Macaulay Culkin and Kathy Bates. Right. Well, that's a mental image that's going to be kind of hard to get rid of, really. Oh, could you imagine a crossover between Misery and Home Alone? Because I now literally cannot picture anything else. I can, because he was a child in that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Um, That's all I... I don't know what it's about. It'd be great. Him trying to get out of the house, trying to escape from her. He's rigged it all up with, you know, typewriters swinging from ropes. and (laughs) I'd watch the hell out of that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, as far as... I haven't looked too much into it, but that's all I really know about season 10. But the news, there's going to be a spin-off of American Horror Story. Okay. Called, are you ready for this? Yeah. American Horror Stories. So they've really gone like the whole, The Walking Dead. Stick an extra word in there. Fear The Walking Dead. Now, we can't have a whole extra word from this one. Stick an IES on the end instead. American Horror Stories. This is, again, no real details other than you can probably expect this around the end of 2021. According to Ryan Murphy. uh, What you would call like a compendium thing, maybe? Is each episode its own story, Mm -hmm. rather? That's what I'm thinking. Mm. What I basically think is they're taking the stories they came up with they couldn't stretch over a full season and sticking them into one episode and just calling it American Horror Stories. Okay. We shall see if I bother to watch it. Indeed. (laughs) Because, again, I've never seen any of Fear the Walking Dead. I've only watched The Walking Dead up to about the end of season eight, I think I watched. I watched the first episode of The Walking Dead and went, nah. Mm. One though, not not for me. So I've definitely not seen Fear the Walking Dead or the uh, what was the other one? Um, yeah, just Walking Dead. Apparently, it's um, Fear starts off really well because it's set during the actual outbreak, but then they go into it a couple of seasons, and I'm, apparently it then jumps forward in time to catch up with the other series, which seems entirely against the point of what they were doing. Yeah, it does. Yes, yeah. it does. I, I mean, yes, I it does seem pointless. Like, just do like one solid season, mm-hmm. catching up to when the outbreak is in full swing. Yeah, surely that was all they needed. But apparently, it did well, and people really liked it. And apparently, it was actually the good seasons are better than the good seasons of The Walking Dead. I have been told. Okay, still not going to watch it. No, nah, me either. <laughs> like. Okay, okay. Uh, next story. This isn't really a story. I just want to ask you how much you um, how much are you enjoying what we do in the shadows, the TV series. I'm absolutely loving it, man. Yeah, I know you um, are. <laughs> you could probably hear me cackling from my room. Like when I finally found it and decided, like, that's it. I'm going to sit and watch the TV mm. series. I did 14 episodes, so I did the entirety of season one and then the first four episodes yeah. of season two in one sitting. Um, I think, like you said, I might actually prefer it to the movie. Yeah, I don't. There's just I I love the film, but there's just yeah. something about it. I love that they have this. It's for me. It's Matt Berry and Guillermo. I absolutely love them and what they. Guillermo. 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 <laughs> don't get me wrong. The other two are absolutely amazing, and I love the energy vampire thing. I thought yeah. that was really clever, and I thought it was just them saying, "Here's some boring dude that will sap the life out of you." Then no, he's actually a vampire that does that to people. Yes, and the weird thing is, everybody knows someone. Like, everybody knows. Yeah. It's like you just didn't have a name for that. Mm. Everyone knows someone. As soon as they start. Have you heard the term before? I think I had, but I just mm. didn't realise what it was. But yeah, right. everybody knows somebody that is just so boring and so annoying, and when they start talking to you, it just saps the life out of you. Mm. You used to work that's, with one behind a bar that you used to <laughs> That's a psychic vampire. Yeah. That, they just, just draining your energy. Oh my god, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's one of them. Uh, he that the whole notion is actually really well done. A couple of episodes where they really focus on him are mm. 
a lot funnier. Like I didn't realise how funny it is trying to watch someone trying to be boring. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually makes him kind of interesting. I love that. In the, 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 um, I'm all up to date. The second season where he gets a promotion. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's funny. Though. Just great. Absolutely great. He almost working hard or hardly working. <laughs> and it's like, we think he's getting more powerful. He's got, the he's, got hair. he's got the fucking almost Bram Stoker's head going on. Like. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, Dan, I think I'm in love with the female vampire. I am in love with Nadja. Can I have whatever's left when you're done with her then? Or, or vice versa? No. <laughs> Fine. No, yeah. she's a she's a really cool character and I don't know yeah. what it is about her but they are just yeah numb. it's just those characters are funny as hell yeah. and cameos are plenty right throughout Doug Jones is that the, one I was so happy the, with that was he the master he's, yeah like the master yeah when they get him drunk the night where they take him out and he eats the slice of pizza and he's just blasting around on his own vomit he's just yeah and then cackle him cackle him that episode in the first series with all of them, mm. you've got Tilda yes. Swinton, uh, um, Evan Rachel Wood, yeah, uh, Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes. Uh, Jermaine Pum. Clemens, and Tiger with TT, and <coughs> the other dude, the well, other yeah. dude, and Paul Rubens, and, and Paul Rubens, yeah, swiftly <laughs> 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 on, and then the end, the new one, Mark Hamill, yeah, right, is it, is it an episode? <laughs> it's one of those things where like. I, when the episode started and this character comes along, he's like this guy who is traveling. He's come to Staten Island mm. to find um, Laszlo mm. to repay a debt. And okay, this, you start watching, you think it's probably going to be a one off character. It's got to be somebody famous. Mm. Who is it? Who is that? Mm. And, and it took me a minute when I was looking it at it. It took me about half the episode until, mm. he, came, until he comes about the second time. Yeah. I'm like, Oh um, damn! It's Mark Hamill. He starts to almost get the little Joker rasp. He does in a few, yeah. yeah. One human alcohol beer, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Really enjoyable. I think I'm not up to date. I've still got no two episodes. I, I now have two episodes. Yeah, because it's, it's currently airing. Yeah, yeah. And the next one's not till next week. Yeah, um, and I, a lot of people have said like, oh, I really like it, but it's too short. It's mission it, dude. Just blast it all in one I, go. Prefer it that it's mm. you I know mean, what the first season's what three and a half hours long. It's only about twenty to twenty five minutes an episode. Yeah, ten episodes. Um, I like that. I you know these things that go on and on. Mm. You don't need twenty bloody episodes. I'm currently watching Gotham. I'm like twenty. How how what? Thirteen's mm. kind of my limit. Like a good thirteen episode season is fine. Stop All the best it. sitcoms have hardly any se- episodes. Spaced has fourteen episodes Spaced, in entirety. The original, ex- um, The Office. Mm. Yes, I like I like the American one up to the last two seasons. Mm. Um, Space Forty Towers. Yeah, twelve episodes. That was it. Yeah, um, Black Books was eighteen. Three, episodes. Yeah, 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 eighteen episodes. Short and sweet. Yeah, that's the way we like it. Cool. Let's see. Ah, Ridley Scott. Our next piece of news. So, I I hear this time he only wants to produce. Oh, do you? Uh, That's what I read. He's still interested in producing another Alien movie, still as part of his Prometheus prequel trilogy. Yeah, so Ridley Scott recently told the LA Times that he thinks there's a lot more mileage in Alien. Obviously nothing, there's no details yet. Mm. 
but basically, yeah, he wants to carry on. He wants David in it still. He he wants David as the main protagonist. As yeah. an antagonist. Antagonist is the yeah. thing. Because they obviously set that up at the end of Covenant. Yeah. Um, did we talk about Covenant? Well, yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 You, you didn't mind it, did you? No, I quite liked it. Yeah, I quite liked I it. I don't dislike any of the hmm. prequels. I know some people really don't like them. I get. I think I said I didn't like Prometheus when I first watched it because I mm. went in going, oh, but I wanted this, 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 and this. But then I was yeah. like, well, hang on. I haven't actually thought about what I've got. And then I think I actually listened to a full explanation of it and went back and watched it again and was like, yeah, that was the bollocks, actually. I really like that. Um, yeah. Charlize Theron turned right every now and then. Um, yeah, and he has said it needs to, quote, re-evolve. Mm. So now we have remakes, reboots, reimaginations, and re-evolutions, I guess. Sounds more like a regurgitation. It does. Sounds like a re-one. You make something original, you fucking prick. Yeah. Um, we shall say I actually no I don't have a problem with the Prometheus and Covenant mm. so okay sure but okay just give me something slightly different with it and just don't give me Alien 3 or Resurrection again because although I don't mind those films like actually I don't mind Alien 3 I think because I knew how it started going into it yeah I don't know I found it a bit pretty boring got a Resurrection bit... I don't mind yeah Resurrection apart from it looks great mm. um we're on a rider. You know what? We did a whole episode on this. Yeah. Um, but no, we did two. <laughs> we did two. <laughs> um, we shall see again. Might be best just to leave this one alone. I don't know. I'll just let Neil Blomkamp make the one he wanted to make. I was dying to see that. I thought he was making Halo and that fell apart. Um, or was that another one? <laughs> that was another one he was put to do, but instead they used all of the test footage they did and they just used it all for TV commercials. So you got all the live action TV ads for it. There's a couple of, I think there's like a, a movie based on young recruits who are potentially going to get turned into Spartans at some point. If you know your Halo lore. I don't. I don't really, but I know that much. It's like, yeah, we've got a little dude. Let's turn him into Captain America and slap him in some Robocop armor and then uh, make him go punch some aliens in the face. Oh, I thought the new... Uh, wasn't it him and Peter Jackson were going to make Halo? It fell apart, yeah. so Jackson just gave him some money and said, here, just do something, and he made yeah, District, District 9. 9 yeah. Which yeah. is a fucking great film. Yeah, he, no, he was actually signed on to make, um, I think it was actually meant to be called like Alien Origins or something. It was, he was going to do an Alien movie. Um, okay. I'll try and see if I can find out what his one was going to be called. Quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, sorry, we're just having a quick look at the Neil Blomkamp one. We took a quick break there and um, the first thing I've noticed on here there's a list of 10 things that were particularly attached to it, but the one I've noticed that's really grabbed my attention was they were going to retcon Alien 3, and they were going to bring back Hicks. I don't know if it's saying Newt as well. Uh, in fact, yeah, that was actually going to be the plan. Newt was going to still be alive. Um, Hicks was still going to be alive. And um, Ripley was still going to die. Um, and then Newt would basically take over as the new protagonist. So this is going to be a sequel. I think it, they might be doing one of those like Halloween jobs where they completely just ignore what came afterwards. So they were going to ignore Alien Resurrection. And three, yeah. So no, uh, no oh okay, no, yeah, no, hi no hybrid Ripley playing basketball. Okay. But um, they actually, annoyingly, there's a really really crap game called Aliens Colonial Marines, which I never bothered playing because I heard it was really bad. It's made by the guys who made Borderlands 2, uh, Gearbox. Right. There's a huge fiasco with this where they're supposed to be making it with Sega, and um, basically Sega gave them an absolute butt ton of money and were like, here you go, 
have all this, have all this, put this towards Aliens Colonial Marines, put it towards Aliens Colonial Marines, and they release this big kind of like 15 minute gameplay, <clears throat> really well rendered looking, it basically, the way Alien Isolation, the one that I did play through, mm. uh, the way that that looks that close to Alien, this game is going to be the aliens to that. In, but in video game form. So right. you'd, be, you'd be running around like another complex, not necessarily an LV-426, but again, like a similar thing with another ship had done the same doohickey. Um, but in that storyline in the game, which is apparently was supposed to be canonical, they actually resurrect Hicks. And you find out that when A. Ripley is off going and doing something, I think, no, it's after they go into hypersleep, um, Hicks actually wakes up and puts another body in the tube and basically buggers off sort of like during an event at some point. I didn't look too far into it, but essentially if you do this whole, you know, sort of like collected universe canon thing, Hicks is technically meant to be alive in the Aliens timeline still. But, but he's not. He, well, he's not, no, because he fucking drowned and the game was shit, so I don't count it. Um, but yeah, I loved Hicks. I thought he was a great character. He was good at being like a... You know, like the tough guy without being all the muscles and guns and shit. And we played a nice counterpart to obviously Bill Paxton's Hudson as well. They were kind of like mm. flip sides of each other. Ah, Bill Paxton. So there we go, the, the Neil Blomkamp film that... Isn't going to happen. Isn't going to happen. <laughs> Bloody well should have done. Sorry if I got your hopes up there. <laughs> yeah, I was getting my own hopes up just reading that. Like. But yeah, there we go. Right, what you got next? I was going to say, have you got anything... I've got some movies that are still going to be coming out, that are still planned releases. Um, so this is, these are actually coming out in the cinema. In the cinema. The cinemas that aren't open. In the cinemas that are not open. Um, the first one is incredibly optimistic. It wanted to release on July 10th. And it is... Oh, well, that the, Tenet was supposed to come out on July 17th. Mm, two mm. days after my birthday. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to quickly write that down, because I will forget. <laughs> what, my birthday? <laughs> yeah. I'll remind you, don't worry. But um, uh, yeah, the movie think. is the fifth in a series of films of which I have seen none. Uh, a couple of them have actually rated all right, and I might get around to watching them, but it's The Forever Purge. And it's the fifth Purge movie, and it's meant to be the final one. Timely. Um. Uh, I mean, I'd hold it back. Uh, <laughs> or maybe just release like, here, here's some, uh, just plant some seeds into the, uh, the American people. <laughs> um, yeah, when cinema goes a little too meta. I've seen the first one. Yeah. I've seen, I th and one other. And one other. That was not. The second one. <laughs> Is it the first purge? The one where they do like the first night of it all? No, I've seen... Okay, it's the first one, and then there's one where it becomes like really political, mm. and there's like this underground movement going on. Oh, was that on. the Purge Anarchy? I think it might be that oh, one. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, that wasn't bad. It's not... Like, when it gets to that Purge Anarchy stage, mm. like, it's just not horror anymore. Yeah. It's just action. That's what I figured. Yeah, and conspiracies! Purge 2, Purge Harder. Yeah. yeah. The first one, yeah, it's a good film. Mm. I did enjoy it. It's yeah, it's good. Um, it led to a great Rick and Morty episode. I, 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 yeah, I'm sure I've seen it, but I just forgotten. Yes, uh, yeah, it is a really funny one. <clears throat> yeah, I recommend The Purge if you haven't seen it. It's pretty good. Mm. I haven't seen the TV show. I is it, is it the fifth one? This is the fifth one. Yeah. Oh dang. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. What, that's what the thing I watched said. 
Um, um, another movie. Uh, I sent you a little short of this one. <clears throat> um, I think the short I sent you is called Larry. I did not watch it. I did not watch it. Um, it's, it's another one of these ones. It's, it's a little sort of like internet short that's gotten really popular. It's quite well done, very low budget. Where okay. a studio's watched it and gone, fuck yeah, make that a full length film. Nice, nice. Um, and it's the idea of it is Larry in it. The movie's going to be called Come Play. <laughs> Does it star that woman from Verotica? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want all this. Um, it's going to be PG 13. So Are I'm, you sure? I'm immediately turned off by that, as you should be by anything rated PG 13. So oh, wow. Maybe Jessica Rabbit. Um, yeah, she can have a free pass. But um, yeah, the idea is like Larry is essentially a demon that lives inside an app on this guy's tablet. And if you interact with it, it'll come out and kill you. Okay, that's Um, similar to a film that already exists, hmm. which you haven't seen, but we're going to watch soon because it's on that Netflix list I made you. Oh, marvellous. I think. Well, let's put it on there if it's not. And please feel free to remind me of everything that's on that that list. Is it that film? I'm pretty sure it's that film. Yeah, that film's already made. Shut up. Well, there we go. The short was pretty good. Right. The next one I'm really, 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 really excited for because this one's actually going to come out on streaming uh, later this year. They decided, no, we're not putting this in cinemas because it's a foreign language movie and it's a sequel, so we don't know if anyone's going to go and see it. Ah, Peninsula. Train of Yusan to Peninsula. Mm. I am stoked as hell to this. The trailer for the second film looks absolutely mental. Apparently so. I haven't seen it because I still There's haven't watched Train to Busan. Just a shot in it I've seen of like this guy in, a, in like an arena, almost Mad Max Thunderdome style. And they kind of go, right, release the horde on him. But where the horde's been in this tiny compact space, it crawls out like a mess of limbs. And it's just all these zombies still active, but just tangled into each other like this giant spider blob thing Ooh. it looks freaky as hell and I mentioned to you before like when I said when I watched Train to Busan like the way they transform in that is very almost insectoid and yeah. cracking lots of cracking bones and snapping and contortions Contor- yeah contortions like, were the thing um, yeah as I personally cannot wait for that I think that's going to be really good fun and the last one I've got noted down here but not the last one altogether September the 4th Coming to a cinema near you, having been pushed back slightly from its... Uh, I think they wanted to release this one at the beginning of August initially. Mm. Uh, but that's a quiet place too. Ah, uh, yes. That was March, I believe, origi- was original it, no, release. No, no, it was, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. it was really early. In that. It was literally, I think, a week before all this yeah. sort of happened, or a week after they happened, it was going to release. Mm. Um, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, we watched that and it was we enjoyable. Did. We did enjoy it, uh, except for his nose. Except for him rubbing his, his nose, nose yeah. when he should have been touching his lips. Mm. Which... Yeah, that, no, that was a cool film. Again, I really like the creature design. I'm a real sucker for a good creature in a movie. Yes. Um, yeah, I... Actually, I... I don't think it was... So when we were watching A Quiet Place, I remember thinking, I wish I'd seen this in the cinema because mm. it would have been such a bizarre experience to sit in a room that big with that many people watching a film and it in complete silence because yeah. there are long segments mm. of it where there's just no noise. This, however, just by the trailer, there seems to be more noise. Yes. Or is that just because they need to put something in the trailer? They put all the speaking parts in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's I it. don't know. But it's it's I, two and a half minutes of dialogue. Usually with like yeah, a sequel, part two, there, there is more action and there's, <laughs> they throw more at it. So... 
We shall see. Yeah. Uh, have you got Cillian Murphy or Chillian Murphy in the sequel? Killian. Is, is it Killian? Killian, yeah. I've never known how to pronounce that. Uh, but he, which is annoying because he's an actor I really like. <laughs> um, but the first thing I ever saw him in was 28 Days Later, so... Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that, that's Actually, a hell of a debut. Was it that or... No, I think uh, I'm thinking there's a film called The Wind That Shakes the Barley, mm. um, which is an amazing film, which I think actually came out just after 28 Days Later. Right. But yeah, anyway, 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 no, anyway, 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 Batman Begins, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those films are being released, but Peninsula, is it? Uh, Peninsula is going to stream. Streaming, everything else, supposedly, mm-hmm. coming to a theatre near you, maybe, when it opens, I don't know. Yes. And again, I've got a couple more, but I'll save them for a bit later as well. No, I've only got one story left. Oh, yeah, one story left. Oh, man, we are cracking through this. All right, then. Um, well, uh, September the 11th, we are looking at a cinematic release of uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. <laughs> <laughs> I could not give less of a fuck about that one just for the title. And also, James Wan is not directing this one. Uh, I'm con- assuming he's still producing. The Conjuring... My dog ate my homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> conjuring, let me conjure up a title for you. Oh, wow, that's terrible. Um, yeah. Conjuring 1 and 2, I think I really like. I do, yeah. I do think they're good, but I, I, really, it's just the title putting me off of this. But Thor, Love and Thunder's yeah, fine. But supposedly, um, shush. That's, <laughs> that, mate, that's 80s rock as fuck, right? You leave that the hell alone. I've even got a t-shirt. Don't that actually gave me slight. Gives bump. Um, this is actually they supposedly uh, obviously it's the same couple from the first two Patrick Wilson and <laughs> yep, uh, um, yep yep um, and this is actually based on a real life case of one of the first ever court cases where a guy turned around and literally said the devil made me do it hence the title of the film okie dokie so, I mean it could be good yeah like I said I like the first ones I'll watch it at some point unless the reviews threequels are always the <clears throat> they always the, seem to be the one that's okay. I don't know many third films that are great. There are a few out there. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, absolutely. Toy Story 3. Fed 2. Yeah, but still, 3 is great. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises, I'm saying it. That film was good. No, Dark Knight Rises is great. I think, I, for me, I think it's almost on a par with Dark People Night. have their issues with it. Of course they do. <laughs> I was born to be an online critic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely merely adopted it. <laughs> um, another one that is still coming up, it doesn't have an exact release date that I could find. Uh, Candyman is still hitting cinema. Ah, Jordan Pill produced. Yes, that. I really want to see it at the cinema. I believe it is Tony Todd coming back. Oh, yes, he is. Ah. Oh, yes, he is. Yep. And we watched the trailer for that, and I think it looks really good. And I haven't actually seen the original all the way through. I've only seen bits of it. It's on Netflix, man. Yeah, I'm going to... No, it's not. It's on Prime. No, it's it's somewhere. It's I out there find in the it. multiverse. I will find it. It's probably on Shudder at the moment or something. Like that. It's, def- it's on something. I know that. I will find it. <laughs> cool. I felt like Michael Shannon at the beginning of Man of Steel. I will find her! I do not remember that. Oh, my God. All I remember is him being like, I am General Zod, and I can't speak without opening my mouth. I have no people. I have no purpose. I am thin-lipped, and my mouth doesn't open all the way. Good actor, though, that guy. If you watch him in anything but that. Yes. Mm. He's really good in The Shape of Water. I still haven't seen that. Need to see that. I should see that. I'm not going to say need to. I'd say it's a... Yeah, definitely one that I would personally recommend, though. Cool. Right, October 16th, 2020. 
Continuing on from a movie that was released a couple of years ago, Halloween Kills. There you go, you knew that one before you even yeah. got there. So you said October, so it was Halloween it's Kills. Halloween, yeah. <laughs> yep, and then it's followed next, the year afterwards, but Halloween, Halloween Ends, ends I, think I think it is. Yeah, so this is the, the sequel to the sequel slash reboot slash would not. Yeah, it's following on from. So you have, <laughs> we went through this before, didn't we? Yeah, you got Halloween original. Yep. Then you've got Halloween 2018, which yep. is now Halloween 2. Yep. And then it's... you're going to have this, which is about as far removed from Season of the Witch as you can fucking get. Yeah. So Halloween, the one that came out two years ago, is a sequel to Halloween, but it's not called Halloween 2. It's just called Halloween. And now this Halloween Kills will be a sequel to that Halloween, but technically a threequel because they ignore... The actual Halloween 2 and 3, Season of the Witch, and 4 and 5 and 6. Right, I want this one, I want Michael Myers to finally speak, I want him to have a Cockney accent, and I want them to rename it, Hello, Hello, Halloween! And it'll be terrible. Wow. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow. That's as bad as I'm getting today, I hope. Uh, December 30th, because they are really trying to make sure they squeeze in every last movie they can, uh, Escape Room 2. I didn't see Escape Room 1. I'm not sure I've, I've even heard of Escape Room 1. Uh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, Escape Room is exactly what you think it is. It's saw light in an escape room. But, and apparently it's actually quite good. Okay. Not seen it. No. I've never heard of it. And then, well, we're just going to skip straight on to the next one, which I think I mentioned last time anyway. Uh, it's the one I'm excited for, which should be out by the end of the year on Netflix, which is Army of the Dead. Zack Schneider going ah, back yes. to his zombie roots. Yes. For the one actually truly good film that he made. Hey. Imagine that. Uh, I've got 300's a guilty pleasure film, man. It's oh, all... I fucking hate 300. See? That film's stupid as right. shit. Of course it is. It's based on a comic book. No, but that doesn't mean it's going to be stupid. Read the comic. <laughs> it's, it's like it's pretty spot on to the comic. I know. That film was crap. No, um, if they could have just broken into the men in tights. I like Watchmen. It. Yes, Watchmen is a good one. There you go. Yeah. Okay, Watchmen is good. Sucker Punch. Watch no it on your own. To ever watch, watch it on your own film. with tissues. Um, and then what else has he done? Half of Justice League. Yep, so Half of Justice League. And then, yeah, as I mentioned last time, um, the actual Snyder Cut of Justice League is now being confirmed as being released next year on HBO in six episodes because apparently the whole thing is four hours long. Will it be any good? Um, I've heard bits of the treatment for it. I've sat down and listened to a guy go through the whole thing. It would be a lot more in fitting with his universe. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm one of those people, I can put my hand up and completely admit Batman vs Superman is a total mess. Oh yeah, I've watch, seen that one. It's terrible. Batman vs Superman, the director's cut, it makes about 10% more sense. Okay. Yeah. No, I've seen the director's cut. I've seen the one I've seen. Yeah. Mm. Um, what was the other thing? Man of Steel... Kevin Costner was good, innit? Yeah, he was. Um, I like Man of Steel, but I just figured you probably didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, I, I love that the first half is an actual movie, and I like the fact that the second film makes up for all the punching that Superman didn't do in Superman Returns because he punches everything. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> so much product placement. <laughs> but that's a a Netflix. It's going to be um, isn't it? HBO Cinema. Oh, what the Army of the Dead? Yeah, Army, yeah, of, the Army Dead, of the Dead. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, yeah, a Netflix original uh, <clears throat> starring Dave Bautista Brilliant. as a bunch of mercenaries break into a Las Vegas casino in the middle of the outbreak to try and carry off the heist of a lifetime. With nowhere to spend it. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> hey, we're rich. Uh, doesn't fucking matter. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sorry, convert it all to pennies, drop it into socks, and then you've got coshes to deal yeah. with zombies. Cool. Just, just still poker tokens. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that one. I yeah, see, I am too, actually. I yeah. want to see what you can do with zombies again, because I really did like the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yes, and that was, what, 2004? That was a while. Yeah, that was a while back. The, the opening to that is just brilliant. Yeah. Right? Cool. Hmm. That it? That's it from me, I think. Sorry. No, it's not! Okay. Okay! I've got more. Jesus, I have been busy. I do not remember writing this much down. Right, okay, okay, okay. So, one for you. Terrified 2. No specific release date, but still planning being cinematic release. Yep. Yeah, I, so that one's um, still yep. going ahead. Um, now, there's a movie, apparently, this is a series that I should know about, and I don't, and it's just called The Collector. You know about these? Serial Killer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the third one. Okay. Later I... this year. Haven't seen two. I've seen one. Quite enjoyed it. Apparently, two is better. Okay. Did see it. Three. Cool. I'm. I'm on board. Okay. Cool. Well, I'll follow you on that one then. Because um, again, I will try and watch the first one at some point. Mm. Um. Because I haven't mentioned. Cause, well, we've had a couple of sequels, but we haven't had a reboot in a while since um, Spiral. So we're going to say they are rebooting the Wrong Turn series of movies. <laughs> yeah. Correct response. Okay. Hands up! <laughs> Who's that? seen anything other than Wrong Turn? Who's... I didn't even watch that and it had Eliza Dushku in it. That should tell you something. Let us know if you've seen Wrong Turn 2 or mm. any of the sequels. Because I've never met anyone that's... I think there's like six of them or something. What the fuck? Right? But it's okay though because they're going to reboot it. Who gives a shit? Not me! But it's happening. Wrong Turn was alright. Isn't it like just The Hills Have Eyes but it's in the woods instead? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, um, it's got Jeremy either. Sisto in it, and like I said, Elijah Dushku, Dushku, whatever his name is. Her name is um, Faith. It was pretty generic and throwaway, but like, meh, mm. was okay. I didn't know there were sequels to it till about a year ago. Really? Yeah. I yeah. asked, there, I, it's like, when when were these released? Were these like straight to DVD these, jobs? Yeah, the, the, the sequels must have been, yeah. Possibly the second one made it to the cinema, but... Again, the first one came out when like I was just about old enough to drink. So. And I'd say that the even the original on its own does not merit a remake or a reboot. Like, ah, uh, just get out of here, get out of here. Well, we have some some good news for. I think this is good news because I've enjoyed the last couple of horror movies I've watched. This guy, Nick Cage, has got a new one coming out, and it sounds fucking mental. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it's with the same studio he's been working with as well. So this a- is a- Elijah Woods. Yeah. Uh, no, what sorry, was it? It's A twenty four. No, um, hang on. A twenty four did like The Witch and oh right. All that lot. But this, these are the guys who did like Mandy. Mandy. Space. It's called something Scope. It, anyway, oh, right. um, Elijah Wood is yeah, it's his, his, it's his baby. Yeah, basically. with a, a couple of other guys. Mm. But um, so, have you ever heard of a video game called um, Five Nights at Freddy's? I have heard of it. Right. So the idea of that being was you're like a night watchman and you're watching cameras and you have limited power to kind of like keep your cameras on, lock doors. You can only lock certain doors at one at a time. Yeah. And you've got creepy little animatronic dolls coming to try and find you. Yeah. It's that the movie, and it's called Wally's Wonderland. 
I'm sold. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally sold. I'm in, that was, I'm it. In. It was all I heard. I was like, right. Nicolas Cage fighting wind-up mechanical dolls. There's a great scene, and I think season two of Ash vs. Evil Dead, where he has to fight a little wind-up doll of himself, or a little stuffed doll of himself, and it just put me in mind of that. And I was like, is Nick <laughs> Cage going to go full Ash? Because that could be pretty funny. Cool. Um, out the one more, I have just two bits of information. I have the name of the movie and an actor that's tied to it. The Blob. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking this may end up being a kind of a snakes on a plane style job. Well, it was always it's a B movie, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's very tongue in cheek. Yeah, like anyway, the Steve McQueen I mean, one was a B movie, the mm-hmm. 80s one. I think they tried to take it a bit more seriously, but it was still just a kind of a, a shocky gore fest. Blob, dude. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I just, again, I think it could either, it could be quite funny. I'm still looking forward to him shouting at the new Jigsaw. Like, Yo, want to play a game, motherfucker? <laughs> like, that was my favourite bit of the trailer. Oh, that and Serious Face. Serious Chris so. Rock. Serious. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so there's some movie news for you. Some stuff to look forward to. Indeed. Uh, one more thing. Guan Guan. Now we head over to our friends at Universal Studios. Oh yes, Wolfman. Wolfman with the least hairy actor in the world. Right. <laughs> I've got more hair than this dude. Ryan Gosling has been announced that he will star in a remake, reboot, reimagination, re-evolution, whatever you want to call it, of the Wolfman. Mm. So. On our Tom Cruise episode, we talked about the Dark Universe and how Universal wanted to make this cinematic universe all their monster properties, and it didn't work. It fell flat on its face, thanks to Tom Cruise. Mm. Stop video calling me, somebody. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, go back and listen to that. So, yeah. now they're at a point where they're basically handing out their properties to filmmakers to make standalone films. Mm. There's not as much pressure now. The budgets are smaller. They have learned lessons. Mm. And we had The Invisible Man, which was kind of the first East Standalone, which I came really out earlier this year, yeah, which we talked about on the Tom Cruise episode. It's very good. It's very good. Well done. Well mm. done. And now the next one seems to be The Wolfman. Mm. According to Variety, Gosling pitched this idea to Universal. Mm-hmm. Got a script in hand, written by uh, Lauren Blum, or Bloom. Mm-hmm. Let's say Blum. Sure. And Rebecca Angelino. Between the two of them, they only have the one writing credit. They both worked on Orange is the New Black. Okay. And I think, I'm going to assume that Lauren Blum is somehow related to Jason Blum, mm. who is obviously behind Blumhouse, who... Yeah. Is that, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know those guys. There's not a lot of information, obviously, other than writers, stars. It's going to be set in the present day. Mm-hmm. There is no director as of yet, but a guy called Corey Finley mm. is in serious talks. Ah. He directed uh, Thoroughbreds and Bad Education, two films I have not seen, no. and are not horror films. You, I've heard good things about Bad Education, though. Mm. He's a good director. And the only bit, uh, other bit I can add to that that I found out was apparently the vibe they're going for is very, very similar to Jake Gyllenhaal's Nightcrawler. Okay. And that kind of tone and almost setting with it, with him yeah. sort of like playing along like that. But then obviously it's spinning off in its own direction yeah. with the whole, you know, wolf thing. And yeah, that cool is really good film, actually. Mm. I, even though Ryan Gosling is a pretty boy and probably doesn't have much hair on his ass, mm. do you remember when we talked about, when we did the werewolf episode, we were talking about um, Rick Baker said how easy it was to make Benicio del Toro 
hairy. looked like Harry because he's covered in hair yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm assuming they would probably use Rick Baker. You'd hope so. Because it's every major Hollywood film. It's Universal, film. it's the Wolfman, it's a werewolf film. If It'll you're going to get it right, Baker. get him in. Yeah, so get him in. Bring lots of glue, Rick. Aye, and not that one that Jack Nicholson's allergic to. Well, if Jack Nicholson's going to be in it, it's fine. I can't just slather it all over Ryan. Slather. Mm. Have you seen Ryan. any of the, like, the, the darker stuff that Gosling's done, like uh, Drive or um, yeah. The Place Between the Parties? <clears throat> yeah. Well, I was going to say, the reason I think it could be good is because Ryan Gosling is it. Not just because he is a good actor, although I can't really imagine him being feral. He does mm. seem to be able to pick very good films. Mm. Now, if you... Give me a second. So, if you look back through Ryan Gosling's career, mm. which is that, you know, he's, he's been, he's, he's like a kid actor, mm. but since around like the mid 2000s, he hasn't put many a foot wrong. No. Obviously, there's the odd dud, but this guy clearly has like an eye for, he can read a script and be like, yes, and he, mm. he can pick who he wants to work with. He's in that position. And it's like he can, obviously, when people get scripts, you can't always tell. How it's going to turn out. Okay, sometimes ledger in the dark night. Yeah, sometimes even when you're people said when they're filming, they don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. This guy seems to have a knack for. He's like, uh, films like Half Nelson mm. is a great film from 2006. Fracture of Anthony Hopkins. Lars and the Real Girl. I oh, really like that Fracture actually. I really Fracture, liked. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I enjoy Fracture. Uh, Lars and the Real Girl mm. is a really cool film. Is that the one where he's got like in love with the doll? Yeah, yeah, he's in love with a blow up doll. Nice. <laughs> The, yeah, okay, Lars and the Real Girl. It's about a guy who falls in love with a sex toy. Yeah, tragic uh, ending. Bites her on the neck, she farts and flies out of window. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> See, it sounds completely fucking stupid and mm. ridiculous, but it's actually a really good, it's a mm. sweet film. It's like the movie that made um, Sam Rockwell get taken a bit more seriously when he did Choke, the Chuck Palahniuk one. That's, that's good. It's about a guy who goes around faking his own choking in restaurants. <laughs> um, so that when people save him they kind of feel like a nurse to look after him and make sure he's okay so he sponges off them for a few weeks oh. and goes to another restaurant and does the same thing oh. like. uh, last one, um, Blue Valentine mm. which is an amazing film uh, Drive yeah which Drive is, is fantastic it's a modern masterpiece I think it's fucking oh. brilliant Eyes of March uh, the odd kind of you know, there's like a rom-com, crazy, stupid love. Even that's got a 7.4. You see uh, The Nice Guys with him and Russell Crowe. Yeah, that's another that's one. That's really good. Uh, the Place Beyond the Pines is mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Gangster Squad is kind of the only big, big flop. Um, but that obviously suffered quite badly due to the mass shooting at the cinema in Aurora. Yeah. The film had to be pulled and reshot and stuff like that. Um, the Big Short is a fucking brilliant film. Steve Carell. La La Land, haven't seen it, but yeah, it won all those Oscars. Mm-hmm. And Blade Runner 2049. I still haven't seen that. I still haven't seen it, but that's got like got rave reviews. Mm. And even uh, the the Neil Armstrong film he made. Mm. This is guy's career has you know he's still only what I think he's about forty. He's made some amazing films in a pretty short amount of time. See what I could have done if I'd applied myself. <laughs> but I don't know if he's got like luck on his side or if he's sold his soul to the devil. Mm. But he usually. Okay, there's the odd duffer in there, like the film he directed himself, actually, was apparently terrible. Mm. Um, and like I said, Gangster Squad. But generally, the guy knocks it out of the park yeah. pretty much every time. Even though, I thought, I really like The Notebook. Yeah, I remember you saying it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, even The Notebook's a really good film. <laughs> maybe it's just him. Maybe. He maybe. Just, maybe. So, yeah. 
I'm excited actually. And I think it's better now that Universal have gone down this, you know, standalone thing, yeah. film thing. And I'm really glad they're <clears> still carrying on with it. Um, yeah, well, they will after the Invisible Man made all that money. <laughs> Seven million, and they made a hundred and twenty odd. Yeah, it? something like that. Yeah, fuck. And that was one of the ones that went to streaming. Mm. Um, actually, not news, but interesting. Uh, last week, when I was in over in Southampton, bumped into somebody I hadn't seen in years, mm. and they're like, "Hey, I thought you were living in Bournemouth." I was like, "Hey, I thought you were living in London. What are you mm. doing here?" It's like, "Oh, I was." And they were, and until recently, were working for 20th Century Fox. Jeebus. Yeah. And they all were with uh, Fox during the whole uh, transition, the takeover from Disney and all yeah. that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And so we were talking, like, what were you doing there, blah, blah, blah. She's like, uh, they were working in the digitized, digital wing or whatever. Mm. And we started talking about what we've been talking about on this show for a while now, the idea of studios releasing stuff... Yeah straight to streaming instead of in the cinema and how it would be the death of cinema and blah, blah, blah. We've talked about it. Go back. Yeah, a few times. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And she said, studios have been trying to do this for years. Really? Ye- yeah. And the only thing that's really stopped them is the talent in the past. It's in directors right. and stars saying, uh, no, I am an auteur. You yeah. will put my... Next feature on the big screen. That's what it was made for, darling. That's what we were saying about Chris Nolan last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Mm. So that's really the main thing that has stopped them doing it for years now. But they've wanted to do this for years. But obviously now, with a pandemic and all the cinemas shut, they can mm. do what they've got, the kind of green light. They have their excuse. Mm. Now, I'm not one for conspiracies. <laughs> but I think we all know it now. Universal Studios is responsible for the coronavirus pandemic. Do they have an office in China? Sure. Why not? <laughs> We're through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Yeah, that's why I just make dick jokes. <laughs> so, it carries on. Hey. It carries on. This whole cinemas. And it sure said, you know, Odeon and all that, oh, we're not going to show your films. Mm. <laughs> Do you think the studios give a fuck? Yeah. They're in no position to bend anything over a barrel. I mean, this could, <laughs> to be fair, this could really start affecting who we see on the front lines of movies as well, because if they are trying to push that, they're going to avoid anyone with any particular clout that's going to want to push it to the cinema. So they could potentially be looking, okay, mm. let's get some new blood in and do whatever the hell we want. But also, you'll always have, like, fan service. Mm. saying. Hey, why hasn't this guy made a film in ages? I'd say get ready for a lot of cameos. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. Christ, yeah. It's times they are a-changing. Yeah. And lastly, just because I mentioned it earlier, Jason Blum, mm-hmm. the American film producer behind Blumhouse. Yeah. His rules for making a cheap movie a list. Go on, then. One, limit the amount of speaking parts because actors with lines get an extra additional fee. Okay. So, Drive, for example. No one speaks in that film. I knew it. Not that Blumhouse made Drive. Wait, did they? No. Nah. Uh, two, limit the number of... Lo- um, sorry, limit the amount of locations, preferably only one. Say, like, a room, wiser? Yes. <laughs> Three, pay actors the legal minimum and offer them a percentage of prospective profits instead. Mm-hmm. A 
don't really agree with that because minimum wage fucking sucks and also due to something called Hollywood accounting, which I'm not going to go into now because we could be here for an hour. Mm. You might be. I'm arm out if you go into that. <laughs> Percentage of profits sometimes equals zero. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. People get screwed over. Four, never break the budget. Don't ask for more money. Don't buy your way out of a problem, but solve it creatively. I think that is... The that's most, actually some good advice. That's some really good advice. Again, that's a back to Sam Raimi, Evil Dead One shit. Yeah, right there, Halloween like, of John Carpenter. We've we yeah, talked about all these big originals. Yeah. Yep, and we've talked about films that go over budget and over budget, and they end up just being fucking awful. Hmm. Heaven's Gate. What's the two hundred and fifty million bit of crap we were talking about? Spider-Man Three. Oh yeah, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I went over budget, but you know what I mean. I think it needs to at mm. that. Like, but also, yeah. <laughs> With someone like Sam Raimi, you probably didn't need 250 million. It's one of my favourite facts about the Blues Brothers movie because they went substantially over budget, and mm. apparently about 50 percent of the cost of them going over budget was them fu- um, supplying the cocaine table for all the actors. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry guys, you got to provide your own cocaine from now on. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Either that, could you get Jim Belushi outside? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so that was that's a bit of fun. Yeah, I like that. Just some news, just some bits and bobs. Hope you're all well. Indeed. We are going to shoot off. We'll be back, I think, next week. We don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We'll be back. Sounds like I've got some films to get. I got a message from somebody like, when are you doing another episode? I've run out. Oh, sorry. Shit. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we won't be back too far. Like I said, hope you're well. Do the usuals. Like. No, not like. Review? Review. Rate. Share. Subscribe. Share. Subscribe if you're on Spotify. Tell your friends. We're on... Oh, we're on Twitter now. We're on Twitter? Yeah. Well, shit me sideways. Yep. Still not sure how it works. I probably picked... Oh, apparently you lie to a country and get away with it. Though. Yeah, it seems I picked a bad week to Twitter. join Twitter. Not a bad, as in, like, bad. Uh, just, you know, a, a very busy week when mm. there are obviously lots of things going on uh, in America, and I've just popped up like, Hey, I've got a podcast. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been more up to date on the news than I am at the moment, mate. Well, yeah, with nothing else to do. And yeah, every day we wake up and see the news and go, oh my fucking God. Yeah. Me, to a lesser degree of shit going on over here, but our government seems to be having their own little fucking party as well. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not as bad as I've been States right now. No, not at all. But yeah, we could do a whole episode on this as well. No, but no. <laughs> no, I think we're going to avoid real life horror, right? <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to. We're going to try, we're going to, try yeah. to, and we hope you do too. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. We've been us. See ya. Bye.
Maybe I should pick one of them. <laughs>